0: Drill, baby, drill.
1: He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is
0: not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton.
1: Stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jim is a mess. And welcome to a Monday, January 30th episode edition of "The Elephants in the Room." And we have a new setup.
0: This is true. We now get to look at each other.
1: That's right. We um, reached the next level of adulthood where we have a dining room table, but we needed a table for our kitchen. Yes. So we needed to get... Because
0: as we all know, no one actually sits at the dining room table unless (laughs) you have guests. (laughs) Right?
1: Right. Yeah, the dining room. It's the, for decoration. Yeah, right. The dining, the dining room, the dining room table really is in a lot of places. That's like it's the same place where it's like, oh, that's the table we use the nice plates on. Right. <laughs> um, so totally one hundred, totally one hundred percent correct. So now, but the point is, we were generally sitting at our little island countertop, but next to each other. And now we're we're sitting at the table across from each other, and we've got we're we're able to spread out big time. Yeah,
0: if you've ever wondered why our acoustics are so good on this show, it's because we do it from our kitchen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is true. Um, let's jump right into it. There's a bunch going on in the world that we're gonna get to. Well, we're probably not gonna spend too much time on on Ukraine, other than it's at some point we you know, we've got to shut off shut off the spigot of money and all the war equipment that we're sending over there um, because they're never going to stop asking for it, number one. Um, it's kind of just turning into a proxy war at this point. It is a proxy war at this point. Um, but I want to start um, with where, why this show existed in the first place, which is a uh, campaign season. Woo! And I, I think it kicked off in earnest this past weekend, okay. right? Donald Trump made his announcement after the primary, or not after the primary, after the midterm elections in November, and then um, everyone uh, went on Thanksgiving break, and then Christmas happened, and people have wondered, hey, like Trump announced the campaign. What's the campaign? It's like, well, you know, he announced, and then life happened, you know, life, life happened to, to, to everyone. So he made his first stops in South Carolina and New Hampshire this past weekend. So in South Carolina, he, um, he showed up in both places. He was announcing his uh, announcing his leadership uh, teams in, uh, in South Carolina. uh, It's headed by governors Henry McMaster and Lindsey Graham.
0: Henry McMaster, the governor. Okay, governor,
1: like- governor, Henry McMaster and United States Senator uh, Lindsey Graham-nesty. Mm-hmm. Um and just seeing Lindsey Graham associated with with with, with Trump so strongly um, just makes me chuckle to this day. But um, he had a, a full slate of of um, of South Carolina uh, representatives there and politicians and state politicians and local over politicians and i think the the thing that went around social media i saw the most this weekend is he stopped at a diner and a woman wanted to pray with him okay um so that so that was something that happened but they had it they had it was um it was a low-key event it wasn't a big trump rally with 15 20,000 people yada 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 um you know it was very much a hey You know, meeting with local people, um, very low key, low key event in South Carolina. And then um, New Hampshire, a little bit of a a higher profile event, speaking at um, the state Republican dinner there, Um, also announcing his his uh, his leadership, his uh, leadership team. And um, and um, uh, I think that that's I think that that's where I want to start is um, Trump in New Hampshire. So there have been some polls that came out. There was a new poll that came out today. Uh, Breitbart reported it uh, right here. Uh, first reported by the New Hampshire Journal uh, found that a plurality of people would choose uh, the president or the former president, president? Donald, <laughs> former president Donald Trump. So um, overall, it was uh, if the Republican primary election for our president was uh, held today. Who would you vote for? Thirty-seven percent Donald Trump, twenty-six percent Ron DeSantis. Here is where this poll is interesting. They had Chris Sinunu in it, and he had thirteen percent of the vote. So that's interesting. And then eighteen percent undecided. Right. So wait, what un- was DeSantis? DeSantis twenty-six, Trump thirty-seven, Sinunu thirteen, and then it's Nikki Haley four, Mike Pence three, Glenn Youngkin zero, undecided eighteen. Is sununu actually running so sununu is thinking about running interesting right and i'm not really sure how much of a so this is what i want to get into the because climate,
0: it's like okay biden Mm-hmm. Although I disagree with the statement, this is what the media portrays him as, and this is what most people will call him, mm-hmm. is a run-of-the-mill, moderate Democrat. Yes. He's not, because he's been hijacked by the far left. But yes. that is what the media portrays. Correct. So I wonder if they're thinking Sununu so is our version of the middle-of-the-road, generic, boring Republican who won't stand up to anybody
1: well, yeah, I mean that's I mean that's it. I mean that's that's Chris Sununu. He, he's a Bob Dole Mitt Romney guy. Yeah type, yeah, I think, type of guy. Yeah, I mean he he's he's got a better sense of humor than Romney. He's quicker he's quicker with words, he's a better interview. Um, you know, he does have a sense of humor, but he is that classic you're right, moderate republic a moderate New England Republican. That's what he is. He's a moderate New England Republican governor, and in New England we love our moderate New England Republican governors <laughs> because the other option is some nutbag Democrat, right? Or a militant moderate. A militant moderate. Oh, my you gosh. Gotta the tell, militant moderate. You gotta tell, I think we
0: probably talked about it way back when it happened, but
1: you should remind everyone. For those of you longtime listeners of the show, you may remember uh, during the primary season uh, in 2020 a stop that uh, uh, the elephants made to the Exeter Bookstore to see former Massachusetts <laughs> governor Kirk Deval Patrick. That's right. And, um, um, and there was, as this is the New Hampshire primary, and one of the fun things that we always like to point out were the questions from the crowd. It's yes. very, these are, this is a two term governor of Massachusetts, right? This isn't like some, just some like random person. Yeah. Michael Bennett, senator from Colorado. Cory Booker, Senator New Jersey. The you know the point being is that these are these are prominent people, but for a couple of weeks, anyone can literally fly to New Hampshire, find out one of these events, grab a microphone, and ask a question. And the most memorable question that we had we always laugh about during the entire 2020 primary was this guy at the Exeter bookstore grabbed the microphone. And took a deep breath, and you were like, oh, this is going to be a good one. And he went on a 10-minute rant, no joke, lead, but leads it off by saying, Governor Patrick, I would describe myself as a militant moderate. You know what's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> right there and then, this guy just farts out a level of self-righteousness that really is only seen in a few places in the country, Exeter, New Hampshire, Cambridge, Massachusetts, Berkeley, California, you know, Portland, Oregon, you know, these kind of places that just breed whack jobs. And this guy just went on a 10-minute rant about, you know, how he's the only correct person in America and why can't, you know, one of those, I want, I want, I want to elect people, I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat, you know, I want people who are going to solve problems. One of those people like you solve, like, solve problems like, dude, then how, do you, how are you going to solve a problem? You have to have an opinion on how to solve a problem. Right. Well, guess what? Then it's probably going to put you in the Republican or Democrat camp, okay? And that's why I always think that when they, you hear these people, it makes the media gushes over talking heads or politicians who go, you know, I'm, I, I'm nonpartisan. I just want to come here to fix, to fix problems right well you have you should have an opinion on how to fix the problem and it probably has some sort of partisan leaning one way or another all right so just deal with it partisan politics is part of how we solve our problems in this country it's a full contact sport just deal with it it's really it's 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 not that big of a deal um but anyways so um so the, the here's this this poll and i really i look at it and i see 63% have picked Trump or DeSantis, and then there's this 30 per, 30% that's, you know, the 30 kind of plus percent over here that's just...
0: That's like... We're really not that's engaged like yet. we're having another election.
1: Yeah, right? They're just not engaged yet, not engaged yet. So that's why I always kind of take these polls. I don't even... I I take them with more than a grain of salt. It's just more of like a... It's just more interesting to for me, the crosstabs and the crosstabs are the demographic information. Mm. So like where kind of like what's leaning there? Cause that's what I kind of think is, is kind of interesting. Um, and especially by age, because I do think age is is going to play a big factor in this next election. When you're going to have the Biden's going to be over 80, Trump is going to be pushing 80. And then it really is going to be a 30 year drop off to the next candidates. Yeah. really the next big chunk of candidates it's going to be a 20 to 30 year drop off from those guys so it is, very, it is going to be a, it is going to be a generational. it is going to be an election where generations definitely go up against each other and when you look down at the age one of the most fascinating things I saw was that of the 18 to 34 year olds who were um, who were polled 44% went Donald Trump hmm. the Zoomers love Trump the Zoomers love Trump. Now, I always assume now, now 45, 45 and up, that's Trump country. There's one group where DeSantis outpolls Trump in ages and it's 35 to 44.
0: Mm. Is that also like his age range? Is he close to that? Yeah,
1: I think DeSantis is, he's, DeSantis is like 46, I want to say.
0: Is that the classic Representation Matters? Oh, he, <laughs> representation he could be matters. me, so I'm going to vote for him. <laughs>
1: I like that. Um, well, I just, I, I I find it interesting because um, I kind of joked when I would, I, I think I've made this joke that, you know, when you were looking at the exit polls from the midterms, you were starting to see this pattern emerge of, the younger folks in the Republican Party, kind of gravitating towards who are my other options, and the and the the older folks in the party still thinking you want to know what I think Trump's our best bet, and I joked it's going to be the parents versus the grandparents <laughs> <laughs> during the GOP primary, and you know this poll, who knows how accurate as it, it is, but it does it does lend a little bit to, um, um, what. I think is going to what is going to be an interesting part of the primary, which is going to which is going to be the age gap. It's going to be something that's that's going to be out there, and you know, right now, um, you know, everything that the media kind of portraying Trump, you know, and um, and whatnot is is you know, obviously, it's the media trying to paint him in in as negative of a light as possible. Um, but we're starting to see. He's starting to throw some punches at people who he thinks he's going to be run against or, interestingly enough, not throw punches at people he thinks he might be running against. And um, so with Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina, she was a U.N. ambassador under President Trump, um, he already said that she's, you know, spoken to him about running, and he said, you know, hey, you know, you you go do what you want to do. It was a very non-combative answer. Um, I haven't heard him say anything about Tim Scott, but I've never heard him say really much negative about Tim Scott to begin with. Um, current South Carolina uh, senator, um, who I know is is exploring a run, and I believe is heading to Iowa in a couple of weeks. Tim Scott. Tim Scott is so he might he could be uh, he could be jumping in um, Pompeo Trump is very dismissive of um, the only candidate Trump is attacking is DeSantis
0: because he's a big threat
1: exactly exactly he's you could tell that when DeSantis comes up Trump is no sees him as g- threat a threat number one threat number two threat number three is Ron De as he's calling him, which you know I was thinking about. I was thinking about this during for the the Friday show when we were going to talk about this in a little bit, and I said yeah, I was going to say I didn't think the Ron De name was going to stick. It's just too much of a mouthful, right? You you know you 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 need something that that people can can use and not and not flub, and it's. One you have to—that's—that's that's just one you have to sit there and just kind of focus to make sure that you get out because if you flub it, you sound like a moron, right? You can't flub an insult. If you flub an insult, you sound like an idiot, right? you are you you see, my opponent can't—he can't even insult me, correct? He can't even get the words out of his mouth. That's how flummoxed he is, right? So you can't do that. So that's why I always thought the sanctimonious—it's an easy—it's an easy one to—to—to—to to, to, to mess up. Um, but he's back. He's back using the uh, the uh, the Ron um, the uh, the Ron De Sanctimonious and um, and going after him uh, in a Truth Social post. The fake news media was good yesterday in their coverage of my stops in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Other than the Globalist Street Journal, which is rarely accurate or good, they said the day was really amazing. The enthusiasm to make America great again has never been stronger the revelations about Ron DeSanctimonious doing far worse than many other Republican governors, including that he unapologetically shut down Florida and its beaches was interesting. Indeed. DJT leading big. Um, I'm not sure where he got the leading big from, but I think that's just kind of like his new, like, it's like, I I think it's just like the Charlie Sheen winning kind of thing. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm up big. I'm up big. No one's paying attention to this, but I'm up big. Um, Um, and, um, but, but anyway, so, so this, this, this made headlines because, um, for, for a couple, for a couple, and the other thing that he, that made headlines was Trump saying that he thought it would be very disloyal of Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis to run when, because Trump claims that he made him. He made Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is nothing without Donald Trump, which... In some ways, it's true. Getting a Trump endorsement in a Republican primary in 2018 was a pretty nice thing to have. You I mean that certainly, you know, helped Ron DeSantis.
0: What is his background before he was governor?
1: He was a congressman.
0: Okay, so he had been elected before.
1: Yeah, he had been elected before. It wasn't like he was an unknown quantity, but he was, you know, going for Florida governor. You know, that's that's a big step up, yeah. right? And and so it and, and so it was certainly something that helped. But as a lot of people are pointing out this is is politics right like you know like they you, you you scratch people's back and 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 they scratch yours you know it's not exactly disloyal when it comes to literally running the most powerful country in the world for someone to if they truly believe in their heart of hearts that they are the best person for the job to jump in the race like loyalty has nothing nothing to do with it whatsoever um i also um, have seen people point out on social media because this is where people are getting upset with that with everyone you know people are already having to take sides on this if you're DeSantis or Trump which is people saying well I mean it's funny for President Trump to talk about loyalties on wife number three <laughs> right so it's not the point being not a great line of attack the loyalty one I um, Shutting down Florida and its beaches. Why did Ron DeSantis shut down Florida and its beaches? Why? Donald Trump. 14 days to stop this, two, four, 15 days to stop the spread. Right? Um, another thing that people have pointed out online that the COVID the, the Did COVID the Dakotas restru-
0: do that? Did everybody Noem, do No.
1: So Christy Nome is the one governor that didn't. So she's the one. If Christy Nome enters technically the race. It
0: wasn't like. An enforceable law. It was almost like we're asking all the states to do this, mm-hmm. and they just went on public opinion. But there was no actual like penalty or fine or anything if you didn't do it.
1: No. Yeah. No. Um So so that's the other thing where you know a lot of people are pointing out, hey, COVID probably probably not. The line of attack you're going to want to take donald trump on on ron desantis because desantis has been one of the best governors on covid christy Noam has been the best but desantis has been up there as well and and um and that's the thing we're already starting to see it on social media is people are taking sides and you're already getting the you know oh well donald trump is lying about ron desantis and you know he's stirring insults his way and folks on the issues, DeSantis and Trump are not going to be separated by a ton, at least on the policy platforms that they put forward, right? There are going to be differences in terms of priorities. There's going to be differences in terms of um, balancing budgets and taxes and defense. There's going, there's going to be little differences in different priorities here, but overall, we're going to be talking about packages of policies that, for the most part, a lot of us as Republicans are going to enjoy the majority of them. That all of the candidates that are going to end up in the primary are going to put out. Right? There's going to be, you know, and, and then you're going to get your John Kasichs. Right? There's always one. There's always one. Remember uh, John Huntsman, 20, uh, 2012, John Huntsman. So you get these things. You get people who come in and play the moderate, middle of the road, and they get the New York, they get the, the quote unquote Republicans on the New York Times opinion page, which don't exist. You know, those are the people that they get all wee weed up about. Um, and and so you're, we're going to be we're going to be dealing with that as well. But on the whole, we're going to be talking about dividing ourselves into groups of people who are united by two things. Right, what's the first thing? The first thing is, is that a pa- a America going down the path that the radical left wants to send it will destroy this country and we cannot let that happen. Right, so we're united by that goal number two. We're, we're united by that number one, number two. Number two, we do believe in our heart of hearts that our person, that the candidate that we're going to, to select is the best person for the job. The problem is is that a lot of people are only going to focus on that second part and they're not going to focus on the first part. And I say that to just, it's idealistic and stupid to go, let's make this a primary about the issues. That's not how this is going to be. This is going to be a knockdown, drag out war if DeSantis gets in. If DeSantis gets in, Donald Trump is going to throw every single insult his way until he finds one that sticks.
0: What do you think are the odds that DeSantis doesn't jump in?
1: I would, at this point, I think it's like 95% he gets in, 5% he doesn't get in. And what, and one of the articles that I was reading today about um, how basically all the donors, every major donor is sitting on the sideline right now and Trump and DeSantis and other candidates have had conversations with them. With, with them. But the, the, the general consensus in the DeSantis camp is they would prefer, to in a perfect world, they don't have to get into a knockdown, drag-out war with Donald Trump. However, this is not a perfect world, and Ron DeSantis' star is never going to be brighter than it is right now this is the time to do it. He's 46 or 47 or something like that. He just got reelected. He's got people clamor for, clamoring for him to run, right? It's very similar to Chris Christie in New Jersey in 2012 with people going, hey Chris, you just won in a blue state, jump in. You might be able to take down Obama. Right, Mitch Daniels, Indiana, come on, get in. You might be able to take down Obama. Uh, your stars are never going to be brighter, and they didn't jump in. And a lot of people didn't jump in the race because they thought, you know, Obama's just too strong, he's going to win re-election. And that's what happened. Obama didn't win re-election because we ended up putting up a lot of candidates that, weren't, that they weren't really inspiring. You know, we ended up running Romney and Ryan, and Obama wins. This is different. Joe Biden is a weak candidate. I'm assuming Joe Biden's going to run again because I, I believe at this point, like, hubris is going, his own hubris will dictate that he jumps in. And, um, or he, he, he runs for re-election.
0: I think he has a medical episode before then.
1: Well, depending on how things go and if they need to swap him out, if things get really bad, I think that's when the medical episode comes. Right, I think that that's the last resort, but I do think he's going to. I do think he's going to run for re-election, and it's consistent. Over seventy percent of the country sees us being on the wrong track. There was a Gallup poll that came out this morning. The number, the number one problem people think in America, the government, our leaders.
0: Yeah, I don't. I just I worry a lot about a Trump candidacy because. How many people see him as the government now?
1: I mean, at this point, he's a full blown politician, right? He was a president for four years. This is his third time running. Um, You know, he hasn't stopped sending out fundraising emails since the past election. You know, it's not, you know, this is his full time job. His full time job is being a politician now, right? I mean, there's, and, and this, and what happened this weekend in the RNC with Rana ronna mcdaniel romney becoming chair for the uh, now going to be the longest serving rnc chair in history beating um the the grassroots uh harmeet Dillon. that's what the the grassroots folks wanted um trump sided with mcdaniel didn't go with the grassroots people people kept saying that harmeet was the maga candidate but no mcdaniel was the man was the maga candidate she was the Trump candidate, right? So there is an element in the Republican Party in the grassroots who thinks that, you know, Donald Trump does is there's it there's a Trump establishment, right? <laughs> you know, there's a Trump in, but there is a Trump infrastructure that exists in the Republican Party because he was president. Mm-hmm. Um and um that I, I, that that's not to say anything that's I, that's not a negative comment. I don't think that that's a negative comment, but that's just a that's just a fact of the situation is that is that you know, former presidents have a lot of support. We're going to see this in the primary. He's going to have generally speaking, he's going to enter every every primary with a floor of thirty percent. And I think one of the big problems is that those who are, you know, fervently against never 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 again donald trump i think that one of the struggles that they're going to have is making it look like it's not some sort of coordinated campaign conspiracy to you know find the one person who we're going to run into everyone rallies against him because that is that is that is an image that is something that donald trump will use to his advantage of this is the rhino Republican deep state all rallying around someone to take me, the outsider out, even though, as you correctly pointed out, he's not really, he's not an outsider anymore. He's a full blown insider, right? When you're whipping votes for the current head of the Republican National Committee, you are officially an insider. (laughs) You know, um, which you know, which, which 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 makes many elements of this funny to begin with. Um, I I do think though, I, like I said, I, I the Trump supporter is always going to back him, and anyone with that level of support. I just feel like you can't discount in, anything, in any election. And, th- and that's not even thinking about what a general election would look like against Biden or Kamala or Mayor Pete or whoever, whoever it may end up being on, on the Democrat side. That's just strictly for the primary. That's the first objective. The first thing you have to pass is getting through this primary process the first thing you need to do is get the nomination. And it's true. Like, this is a massive... I think a lot of Republicans are looking at Donald Trump the way that Republicans looked at Obama in 2012, which is, I don't know if I can get past this... I don't know if I, I can beat him. Right? Like, I don't know if I can walk into this kind of a contested primary... Because think about it, that's what Donald Trump wants. Donald Trump wants fifty people to run. If fifty people, if fifty people start running on the Republican side, Donald Trump just give him the nomination. It's right. over. It's done. Finished. Finito. He only runs done. into
0: an issue if they can whittle it down to DeSantis very quickly.
1: If it if it comes down to him and DeSantis one on one, within by Super Tuesday, that's that's when it gets interesting. Honestly, I don't know who I would pick. I would be really
0: torn. I would need to watch the debates.
1: The debates are going to be really interesting. Yeah. The debates are going to be really interesting. Um.
0: Unfortunately, what sways it for me is not something. Is just like your educated guess because to me, they're both relatively the same. Like I don't think their their stance on issues is going to be all that much dramatically different, although. Uh, Trump spent a lot and didn't curb any spending Yep. and I don't know if DeSantis would be different on that um, if he did then that would make it very easy for me but the deciding factor to me is how many independents can you sway mm. i.e. can you win this election that's that's pretty much all I care about <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's what kind of an organization, what kind of an organization can you, are you going to put together, right? And I think, you know, back to your point, Donald Trump has a couple of things going against him on those, on those things right now. When you look at him versus Ron DeSantis, one is that Donald Trump has a record as president. As you just pointed out, spending under Donald Trump was atrocious. They started handing out blank checks left and right during COVID because he shut down the government. He let Fauci run the country for a little bit. Um, So he does have a record that people can point to and go, hey, what you are saying you're going to do, you had four years to do it and you didn't do it. Why didn't you do it? That's going to be a question. Those are going to be things that Donald Trump is going to have to come up with answers for. Why didn't you balance the budget when you had a chance to? Why didn't you cut spending when you had to? to? And if he's going to blame someone for it, you know, point at point, oh, you know, I didn't get the I didn't get the the the, the budget that I wanted. You're president. Say I'm not signing it. Send it back. Right? Isn't that isn't that what you're supposed to be? You're supposed to be tough. Isn't that, you know, you know, early and under budget. That's Trump, right? So I think that those are things that he's 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 going to face a different set of issues. Running this time in the primary because he now does he now does have a record that people get to point to. You know, it's not just what I what I pledged to do. It's well, you had four years to do. And as we know, I mean, the big thing they reversed the tax cuts. That's gone. The wall. Let's just say that that wasn't a smashing success. Based on a current border crisis that continues, the big thing that he did is what we expect Republican governor or Republican presidents to do, which is nominate conservative justices, right? And this was always the argument to begin with. You might not like the guy, you might not think he's super conservative, you might hate the fact that he governs based on tweets that he sees from random accounts. However, you need a Republican nominating judges, not a Democrat at the end of the day right it comes down to like that rhino versus versus a democrat situation of well i don't see a difference between a rhino and democrat like trust me like living under a rhino is better than living under a democrat because there are still some natural inclinations towards liberty within the rhino (laughs) there are none in the democrat there are with the rhino um and that's not. I'm not calling Donald Trump a rhino, but that's a. But that was the argument to the people who said, "I'm not on the Trump train in 2016." It's like, well, you got to get on the Trump train, or else you're going to have Hillary Clinton nominating Supreme Court justices, and that's not a good situation for the country. <laughs> right. Um. So you know, I mean, and there's there's so many different reasons why people are going to to choose Trump or DeSantis or. I really discount almost everyone else at this point. I can't, I just don't see a world where Nikki Haley is nominated no. to, is, wins the Republican nomination. I don't see a world where Tim Scott wins the Republican nomination. Um, unless he, you know, South Carolina is like the second state and he shocks the world there, you know, something like that and carries some crazy momentum. Um, uh, I don't see a world where Mike Pompeo wins the Republican nomination. I don't see a world where Mike Pence wins the Republican nomination. I don't see a world in 2024 where Marco Rubio or Rand Paul or Ted Cruz or, or, Sununu. or Chris Sununu uh, win the Republican nomination. If Greg Abbott in Texas, that's a name I haven't heard much of. If Governor Greg Abbott in Texas wants to run, okay, maybe. that's That's another interesting name, though right I mean what I mean but there, there we go that's it you know the shockingly deep Republican bench is probably going to be mostly sitting this one out I would think I think we're going to end up with four or five of those names some French candidates to fill out the debate stage and that's that um so um, that's really that, – that, that covers – I think that brings us up to speed on everything that's happening in primary land. Really, the next thing that's to watch is where people are heading. You said Tim Scott heading to Iowa. Nikki Haley be, has been making the rounds. Pompeo has been making the rounds. Pompeo was on special report tonight with uh, Brett Baer. Um, but really, it's going to be the announcements, and then it's going to be what the DeSantis do. Here's, here's a question I think we want to, I want to end with this if DeSantis doesn't run who do you think then presents the biggest challenge to Trump no one yeah I think so too <laughs> I don't think that there's another it would be Greg Abbott in Texas I think he's the only one that people would go maybe um Christy Noam. maybe, maybe. Maybe Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, remember Virginia, one term governor, maybe, other than that, yeah, um, I think it's difficult to see anyone else, um Trump, but I think that uh I think that that covers everything. I have got a smattering of other stories that uh we just don't have the time to get into right now on, uh, on, uh, on the show. Um, but there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of f- funny stuff out there. Um, one thing I did want to mention, there's this guy, I, I have never heard of him before, Mr. Beast. Hmm. I a of YouTuber. Him. He apparently got a thousand blind people to regain their vision. How? A pair, a some like a pro, some sort of sur- he paid for like a thousand people surgeries or oh. something like that.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was like there's some. To sort of To perform, to
1: <laughs> do, donate after donating one thousand restorative eye surgeries across the globe. Okay. Nice. Uh, from giving, he's known for giving back to his community and random strangers. From giving away briefcases filled with cash and brand new cars to running a huge food pantry in his home state of North Carolina. So, I had no idea who this person was. I'm not really a big youtube person, but and then I go on our friendly twitter dot com and people are like attacking the guy so, like, And he said if you if you really wanted to do good, you know he would have just do this and not like promote it, not monetize it, not make money off of it and it's like, yeah, but it seems like he's making money off of it and then going back to do good with the money that he's making
0: and also there's something to be said for. Like talking about charitable acts So others will be inspired to do the same
1: Yes so right So so we are Rapidly approaching Lent Here in the Catholic calendar And Ash Wednesday And they do talk about Giving alms and how you're not supposed to Shout from the rooftops every time you give Alms which Like you said to, Like you said I think There is a time when it's good to promote something. And how could it be if someone like this, I mean, he's the number one YouTuber, so I would assume that tens of millions of people are wa- are watching every video that this guy does, right? I would I would assume that.
0: Right, he, he, he probably influences people to do a lot of things. I don't know what his videos are about. So why not yeah. influence them to do good? Right. Like, what is his talking about it how is that going to negatively impact the world or the community?
1: Yeah, like, like, how could, like, what does it say about us as a society where it's like, hey, you're helping complete strangers, man. It's like, wouldn't, wouldn't, isn't that kind of cool that he can make a living off of helping? Like, he gained a following, made money, started giving back, started making more money, and now he's, his job is essentially like professional charity. How is that not an amazing thing? Like, how is that not a great thing? Yeah. I literally, like, like and to your point, like, like, that's something that, like, you're right. Like, people should aspire to be, like, I, I bet you I could build a bigger food pantry. Make it competitive. Right. It's like, oh, anything
0: else that they're promoting, whether that be buy my book, whatever, yeah. that's all fine.
1: But telling Enter, people I did trends. something good, oh, no, 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 you should keep that to yourself. Yeah, Why? Right, right. Like and I get it, I get it. Look, and the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, the hospital, the the donation, the anon- donated by Larry and then donated by an oh anonymous. How classy is that? Anonymous. They don't need they don't need the applause, right? There is something great about that. There is there is something wonderful, and these days. It's true. Everyone has to shout from the rooftops every single stinking thing that they do in their lives. You and know what? People, I would not be upset. People sometimes do I good just ups- for the praise. Okay, and, okay and but I the- would
0: not be upset if people one-upped each other doing charitable
1: Acts. Right. Fine. That's whatever it takes. Right. Like, I don't think that it's a like I don't think that that's like necessarily a bad thing. And yeah, you're not supposed to do charitable acts to just because you want to receive praise. You're supposed to do them because they're good. I get it. That's the message of it. Right. You're not supposed to do charity because. You get accolades. You're supposed to do charity because you're in a privileged position to help out others, and therefore you do it no matter what. That's really the message. And but that does not apply to every single instance of using your position to help others who literally cannot help themselves. <laughs> like it does. There are certain situations where it does not apply. And, you know, he was online and, and, and or obviously in tweeting things about it and basically like, he's like, essentially it came down to like, it, it's really wasn't as expensive as he thought it would be. Let me
0: ask you a question. What is the difference between someone after the fact, after he's helped someone, helped mm-hmm. people through no fundraising, did it all himself talking about it. What is the difference between that and having a telethon concert to raise money? Oh, yeah. How is that not showing off? Yeah. That's almost worse because they're not even giving the money. They're asking other people
1: to give the money. You know, you know, sometimes <laughs> they have to pay appearance fees to those, to those stars to show up, too. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> how is that any different?
1: Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's not at all.
0: Like, we don't yell like- at the MLB because they talk about standing up to cancer and donating to cancer research.
1: Yeah, the right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, right? Um... um no, or or i mean fox news some of those breaks and uh, commercial breaks are just five minute tunnels to tower ads right tower t- tunnels to tower tunnels tower to Tower's tunnels something like that right yeah but i mean it's essentially could be an entire commercial break on fox news would be that well like how do you think these organizations right are supposed to you know let get the word out about the good that they do with the donations that they receive well you've got to do stuff like this right you've got to put the word out s- somehow and and to, you know and and whether it's you know advertising or you know so anyway you know? let us know what you
0: think max has finally started up our twitter yes so maybe he will put out a
1: poll He'll
0: put out a poll asking asking y'all what you think do you want to share the handle At Elephant's
1: PCAST.
0: There you go. At Elephant's PCAST. We'll put it in the description too. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Do you have a food topic?
1: Do I have a food topic? Uh, Because I
0: have one to save you if you need.
1: I might need to be saved. Okay,
0: so I, uh, I, I, I subscribe to a few newsletters, and one of them is called market briefs, um, and it's basically just a snapshot of like the economy and the stock market in an easily millennial digestible uh, uh, content. And at the top, they were talking about how there is a debate going on on Reddit about what is the end of a bread loaf called. I couldn't actually find the original post because the they didn't link it. end of a it. bread loaf? Yeah, they didn't link it. Um, and when I Googled for it, it's actually a pretty old Reddit post. So I don't know if it's trending. But either way, that's not the point. The point is, Max, what do you call the end of a bread loaf?
1: Uh, the piece of the <laughs> bread loaf that my wife won't eat? <laughs> <laughs> I just called it like the
0: end the of end. the bread. It's like, the end. It's how the end does piece. it have a name? It's the end piece. Apparently, people have called it the heel the heel? Uh, the butt? The butt? The butt took third place. Heel took first place. The heel? Uh, the word skulk was popular among users from Norway, which roughly translates to heel. Heel. I don't know why we just don't call it the end piece. Why does yeah, it need a name? I mean, it's just the end. Right. So... Um, maybe if Max is feeling like really on top of it, he'll also ask y'all on Twitter what you think the end of the bread is called, or maybe try and find the link that I can't find. The
1: <laughs> Heel? It would never occur to me to look at it. So, but, but that would imply that one end would be the toes. Yeah. Cause, Cause there's if it was two ends, foot, there's two ends. So one would be the heel and one would be the toes. So that would imply that there would be, you could either, or you could. Depending on how you perceive the loaf. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I mean, but that's assuming long ways, right? I mean, really, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, a, it's a 3D object. You could cut it the long way. I mean, the, the right?
0: You're not, cu- I mean, unless the, the loaf is oval shaped, you're not cutting it the long, I mean, what?
1: Well, you could. There's nothing that says you can't. <laughs> you just happen? because we giant see, piece of bread. Just because we see bread sliced one way in that fashion doesn't mean you could flip the loaf on its heel or end or its toe, whichever you may call it, and slice it the long way, right? And then would it now some of those sides then be heels or toes or skulks? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's what they wrote in. So it's the same thing I said. The number one was the end, then the butt, then the heel, then the lid, then the crust.
1: The crust is interesting. I agree. I so, But that's all crust. The crust is the outsider, outside layer of the bread, I thought.
0: Well, yeah. But I could see how the end, you'd call it a crust, because it is all crust.
1: An end piece is all crust. No, it's not all crust. The inside has still has some of the yeah, inside. Yeah, the of whole
0: the side of it is side. crust.
1: Yeah. yeah, it has more crust than than other pieces.
0: So I can see it. The lid just sounds like,
1: uh, oh, it has a name. Let me think of something. <laughs> yeah. Once again, one perspective. It depends on depends on the perspective whether it would be a lid.
0: Um, so there you go. That that is our food topic. So um, we. Starting next week, maybe we might switch our schedule to Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. We haven't decided we've been really terrible at getting Friday shows up, so we're thinking if we start doing Sunday short soon
1: I don't know why we've been bad about Sunday shows because
0: no we we haven't or Friday, we Friday shows, shows
1: because we haven't been doing anything
0: i've I think we've just been okay maybe I've been exhausted at the end of the week, and it's just like i can't I can't do it
1: I'm working too hard. <laughs> some time off.
0: Take a day. Take a day. I don't know. Well, so you can also let us know. Now that we have Twitter, you can let us know all the things um, if you care about the schedule. (laughs) But either way, we're going to try to get three up. So we'll let you know when we switch it. For now, we're still doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll see if we get to Friday this this week.
1: Mm, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe. Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday.
0: We'll figure it out. Um, All right. Either way, we'll definitely be here Wednesday. So.
1: Definitely. Yeah. You'll hear us then. All right. Bye. One elephant went
0: out to play Upon a spider's web one day The chant is Drill Baby Drill.
1: He had such enormous fun That he called for, for another, another elephant, elephant to come It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in
0: charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> Two
1: elephants were out at play upon a spider's web one day. They had such enormous fun that they called for everyone to come.
0: I say, America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes!
1: This jet is a mess.